Welcome to the Balls Not Court podcast. Cortez Paul is here. To my left hand side, Mr. Kevin Carter. Yeah, we we live. We are live. We live, baby. It's like olden days. I'm telling you. So uh, he is here to stay. Well, he stood a night at my place, and and he said, "Well, hey, since he's here after a fun day at Disney, oh uh, yeah, um, was supposed to be originally a guy's day, but you know, no no big deal. Still was fun." Uh, Gotta bring a lady. Uh, Somebody had, always gotta bring a woman. I uh, had to do it, so. Woman always screwing shit up. Uh, no. you, we can't have nice things, right? No, we can't. No. Uh, not unless it was a fun day, so. Um, and Kevin's gonna get some of the buddies together for dinner and hang out a little bit afterwards, so. Figure, you know, we're gonna knock out a quick podcast right quick, and and um, we'll, we'll talk about what's going on. We're definitely not talking about the Pro Bowl, right? No, 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 no. no it's a bowl, but it's it definitely not the Pro not Bowl. Not the Pro Bowl. You know, we got to see some, you know, some of these players walking around. We don't saw one in particular, but. We saw, what, Travis Kelsey walking yeah, around. So. That we, was it. Yeah. But, uh, you know, Kevin looked on his Twitter and saw. Calais Campbell was at Universal Studios right. today. So they're all running around Orlando. Yeah. So. They're all spread out. So, you know, they're. They're uh, enjoying Disney and Universal and all the theme parks around here before they have a little fun tomorrow and, and uh in the rain. <laughs> get together and, and uh and uh, you know, recollect on their accomplishments. But what accomplishment? As far as like Tom Brady said when he was messing with Brandon Spikes, it is not about the Pro Bowl, it's about getting rings. Nah, who cares? You hear about he, that story? You can shut up. No. I didn't even want to hear that story. Hear it, it has Tom Brady involved in it. I don't even want to hear that story. <laughs> How did we get here? We have the Super Bowl matchup. Actually, not this week, but next week, weekend. And uh, so leading up to the events, it is in Atlanta, Georgia. So a lot of Falcons fans are happy that the Saints did not make it. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, of course, I've been seeing a lot of Georgia fans, um, Atlanta fans, Say female tier Saints fans and stuff like that, but uh, let's let's talk about the recap of those games and um, what you thought. It was really good, and it was, was it the first time that both games went to overtime? Yes, I think it's the first time in history that both games went into both championship games went into uh, overtime. Yeah, so uh, you had the Rams and the Saints. It was twenty six twenty three, and Jared Goff led the game in yards two hundred ninety seven. Uh, Roly Poly uh, Anderson, CJ Anderson. Yeah, he is he is getting beefy. That's the understatement. But that's my guy. That's an understatement of beefiness. Yeah, that's that's my guy, and uh, and I'm happy for him that he you know got the plan. But yeah, he he is he is making everybody that has a dad bod proud. He is making the chunky people <laughs> of the world love it. So your general thoughts of the Rams and Saints game? No, it was. Every it, the game was good until that one thing happened, and then that's what everybody is going to take away from the game that the Saints literally got screwed out of this game by one blown call. Mm-hmm. That the NFL decided they wanted to find the guy for. Yeah, don't throw a flag or nothing on it, but we're gonna find you after the fact. Oops, and after like that made, made up for it. Yeah. yeah, like that, like that made up for it. You tell the Saints, hey, we find him. Oh, they don't care. You crapped them out of a out of a chance to go to the Super Bowl, but it is what it is. It was a good game uh, up until that that point right there. So the Saints back to back years were heartbreakers. Back to back years, one of them was a 
One of them was just a fluke play. The, the other one, miracles. And the other one's just a screw job. <laughs> That's about, what they can call this one. Talk about Saint fans just getting the Saint fans short, are all pissed. Short of straw. Funny part is you can't understand what half of them say, so you ain't got worry. <laughs> so. <laughs> so, um. But talk about, you know, the youngest coach or that's going to be represented. Well, it's not history, but, you know, him being 39 years old. Yeah. Right? He's 39 or 35 or something. 35, like. yeah. He's a damn kid. That's all I know. And Tom Brady's older than him. He's older. He's younger than me, for God's sake. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, yeah it's, it's good for him. He, he's got a good system rolling. He's able to able to use that to his, his advantage somewhat. Mm-hmm. He's a good offensive mind. He's got him going. Yeah. But hey, how do you like me actually calling some X factors in this game on the defensive side of the You ball? did. You did. You you We uh, even got a I even got a tweet about it. Yes. From somebody who listens to the show all the time. Mm-hmm. And he uh he was like, Wow, did you you called you called I called uh Dante Anderson uh-huh. the X factor because I thought I knew he was going to get more carries, but he didn't really make much of a difference. Mm-hmm. But I said Dante Fowler was going to be that X factor for him. Sure enough, mm-hmm. here he comes up in overtime, making him throw the ball early, getting the interception. Yeah, uh, How about that. I know you was scary. proud to call that right. It's scary. <laughs> the other thing was, how many point total did I say was going to be in between the two games? Oh, you definitely took the honor. I said a hundred and I said about a hundred and. 17 or something like that from last week. I know I said somewhere in, in that vicinity, and I came up pretty dang close. Let's see, 26 plus 23. That's 49, and then, and then 68. 49 plus 68. 7, and then 31. Wow. 17. Wow. I was close. I was close. I was close. I was close. Low. Um, yeah, so it's a game, cool be overtime game. And the next game we talk about is the pass and the Chiefs. Another freaking screw job. Um, very, very good ball game. And um, it, it's a shame. And a tell of two halves. Yeah. A tell of two halves. The Patriots were on them the first half. And then Kansas City got their stride right at the end of the half. Mm-hmm. Got a score. They came right out and got another score right after halftime, and then it became that normal thing you were going to see. But the Patriots' run game did a lot of major damage. Now about to say, I'm looking at yeah. 29 attempts, 113 yards, he and did two a, touchdowns. From they did a lot of that. They did a lot of damage in the run game from uh, from the Patriots, which I said was going to be an X factor with the whole running back crew for the Patriots. Yeah, because I said they were going to slow down the clock and. Try to keep the ball out. Four rushing touchdowns. Which they did. It was what? The, the I think the time of possession was like 40-something minutes for New England and like barely and not a lot for – and like 14 minutes for for uh, Kansas City. So they did – yeah, look, 43 minutes to 20 minutes. So they did what I said they were going to do. They tried to control the ball. It's just – that Kansas City has that quick strike offense mm-hmm. and the big strike offense. And everybody was on Tom Brady this and Tom Brady that. He threw one touchdown, two picks. It's saying that he's – And it goal. should have been a third pick. And they should have not got the third and ten that he got whacked on the shoulder about. But we're not even going to mention that. 
Yeah, you know, just the uh, the breeze of, of air that came past them and somehow, but... But the running backs, the other team running back had, coming out of the backfield has killed the Patriots for I don't know how long. Mm-hmm. And why more teams don't exploit it like Kansas City did is beyond me. Because Kansas City exploited it. They kept throwing the ball to Damien, and they kept throwing the ball to Williams, and he went nuts. He was nuts in the passing game. Yeah. And Tom Brady with his old usual get the ball out less than two seconds. Yeah. And um, you just you just got to get to him quicker than that, forming that. That's something that he perfected. I give him credit for it. And the bad part is if you if you play zone like teams have been playing against them, you're getting killed. Yeah. You have to you have to you have to live and die by trying to apply pressure to Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. You have to you have to do something to get pressure to him. You have to man up on the outside and then you just have to go after him. And that's what teams have done that have success, but then they just stop doing it. Yeah. And go back to playing zone like we got the lead, so we're just gonna go zone. What that no, you, you aren't you aren't gonna win the game like that. So what what do you make of this? Um a lot of people have been griping about the overtime rules in the playoffs and Patrick Mahomes didn't even touch the side of the ball. Or when the, do you think this should change? In the regular season, keep it the same way. Because the regular season – but if you come into a championship ball game yeah. or a playoff game where you lose, you go and wait. Both teams need to possess the ball at least one time. Both teams need to possess the ball. And not like college where you put it at the 25 because that's too easy. That's too easy for the pros. They're going to – Should you just have it run just until it – No, ends? you just – you just run it. And if the other team don't score on their possession, the ball game's open. But you at least give both teams a, a, a chance to possess the ball. Mm-hmm. Run it like a regular game until until somebody does not score. Right. And that's what you need. That's what they should do. They ain't gonna do it. Yeah. They they need to. But I like I say I like the route that you explained, but even have a another fifteen minute. I mean, I don't know how much energy. Well just play no, until, just, just if you going into overtime and you tied. And if one team scores the touchdown, another team scores the touchdown, well, you're still tied. Yeah. Just keep going until somebody doesn't score. You just got to do it until somebody – it's like college ball, but you play in the whole field because mm-hmm. you you pros. Yeah. It's one of them things I'm sure the uh, the committee will review and, and take a look at it. But a lot of people have been complaining about it the past few seasons anyway. Well, look, whoever won that coin toss, that game was going to win the game. Yeah. It was, there was no doubt about it. Because New, New England wasn't going to stop Kansas City, and mm-hmm. Kansas City wasn't going to stop New England. Even though Kansas City did stop New England, <laughs> they had them. They just couldn't get off the field on third down and long. Mm-hmm. It, it's crazy. All right, so let's For talk. some reason, third down and long for the Patriots is like first and three, or second down and three. It, it's man. ridiculous. They get, get that it. better than they get third down. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't get it. You think you got them stopped, and then they somehow get the third some and long. Do some bull crap. They're, they're – uh, they're a weird football God team. Goddamn white receivers. <laughs> so, all right. So now you got the the Pats and the Rams, and their 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 rankings are pretty similar. Um, you got their offense. The Rams is at second offense in the league compared to the Patriots at fifth. Uh, they got twenty first defense. The Patriots versus the Rams nineteen defense overall. Uh, passing for the Pats is eighth, and for the Rams is fifth in the league, and fifth rushing for the. Patriots and then third for rushing for for the Rams. So what is your first initial thoughts of, of this game? Um the last time they played 
was on December 4, 2016, and the Patriots won 26-10. But it's a totally, yeah, we can't even totally yeah. different team. Yeah, we so, can't even look at that. And right. New coach. That was Jeff Fisher. Yeah. We can't even count Jeff Fisher. Jeff Fisher, yeah. and was that, uh, that Nick was, Foles, maybe? No, that was Jeff Fisher, and uh, wasn't it? No, that was golf's uh, rookie year. Was it? Yeah, that was his rookie year. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, you can't even count that stuff. Yeah. But the Rams are... Rams are again in the dome, getting to play, not in weather, just like they did in New Orleans. So it gives them it gives them that little boost they need because they're not having to play in the cold, they're not mm-hmm. having to play outside, so they ain't got to worry about all that stuff. So that that's right up their alley. Another fast track in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So it, it, this this one's gonna be a good game. So what you guys say about Tom Brady? I know as you see his. Post on Twitter and Instagram, you know, he played the 50 Cent Mini Man, and then uh, then the next post with Gronkowski, he played uh, We Ain't Going Nowhere. Oh, and so, I mean, did, did he, was he, it seemed like he was trying to prove a lot of doubters wrong to get back to this position. Even though a lot of people have him favors, but during the year, this is what a lot of us fans do. We look at Tom Brady, they have a little kink in their armor, and then we try to say, oh, they, they, this might be the year that they downfall. But yet, they're here in the Super Bowl. Well, they have a kink in their armor. Their they def- do. Their defense isn't very good. Yeah. They have, they have a kink in their armor. But they just get lucky. They are the luckiest team in all the NFL. No other team gets some of the calls that they get. None of the, no other team gets some of the stuff that they get. Mm-hmm. And it just seems like it's time perfectly for them to get, like, the, the, past, the personal foul. Yeah. No one gets that call. No one gets that call besides them. They are the only ones that get that call. No one else is going to get a call of a tap on the shoulder. Mahomes could have got helmet to helmet and he wasn't going to get a call. But you get that and somebody got near him and they made a call. Like, where does this even come from? Mm -hmm. It's luck, man. It's like I heard. Yeah, Tom Brady's good. But he had luck to get to where it made him good. Mm -hmm. He had a lot of luck to put him in the position to do what he did at the end of the game. Wasn't like he did it on his own. There was a shit ton of luck there. D Ford lining up offsides. Yeah. That's luck. Cause you didn't even know he lined offside because you went to a check down. Yeah. If you knew he would have went offside, you would have went deep. Mm-hmm. You knew he didn't go offside, so you went to a check down and it got picked. That luck. That's luck. That is dumb crap eating luck. Cause you did not know. You thought the ball game was over right then. Yeah. But you didn't you didn't know that he was already picked. Because if you did know he was offside, you would have threw it deep. That's why everybody's like, oh, he knew. No, he didn't. Because he checked down. He threw a check down. If he knew it, he would have went deep. But it's just, they dumb luck. Mm-hmm. And they get it all the stinking time. It kills me. So what, what do you think about So that? did the Rams. Rams yeah. got dumb luck. Yeah. Some idiot blind rapper from... <laughs> Ref go, oh no, incomplete. No, that guy deheaded him. And you were like, I know. Not only did he do it once, he did it twice. It was pass interference. It was helmet to helmet. Yeah. It was all kinds of stuff. Yeah. And you didn't call it at all whatsoever. Kill me. No, that's why I say he had another penalty that they didn't call. Yeah, he had all kinds of penalty. And they just But the Saints also had a lot of penalties where the dude Hulk Hogan leg drop a guy and they did all this stuff and they didn't call it, but it but but yeah, dude, a Nick flat, Roby Coleman. Yeah, a flat out penalty like that needs to be called. Like it's just that was it's terrible, mm-hmm. and it's a bad it's a bad look. It's just a terrible look. But there's a there's a there's a smidge of luck in every single one of these games. There, it, it, there is. 
There is. People be like, well, it's because they're great. No, they lucky. People get lucky. Yeah. You can admit it, too. You get lucky. <laughs> you get lucky that an inadvertent whistle happens. You get lucky with this. You get lucky with that. It, it, it's just part of the game. But, man, it just seems like the same people always get the luck. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think about what, – what do you think that the Rams, because they got Aaron Donald and Dante Fowler to put pressure on them. They got some good well, Dante, Dante, Dante is the, the, the Tom Brady – Killer, he's the one that gets Tom Brady a lot. He's got him. He got him in. He got him in the AFC Championship game last year. Mm-hmm. He got him again this year when they played in Jacksonville. He strip sack on him and at the end of the game. So Dante Dante's one of them guys that as much stuff as people give him, he mm-hmm. shows up. Yeah, he shows up in the in the most opportune time. He'll give you that that play. Right. And again, he's the guy you got to watch in this one. Plus. The biggest thing with Tom Brady is getting pressure up the middle on him. They have Aaron Donald. <laughs> they have a lot of guys that can get that can do that. They got mm-hmm. Indominus Sue for God's sake. Yeah. So they have a, a defensive line that can do that right up the middle pressure that he hates. Yeah, because if you let him get it out two seconds or less. Yeah, they're gonna get with him. They're gonna get with him. And they're gonna give him a fit. Mm-hmm. So uh now you know the Pats when it comes to Belichick, he always like to try to take away something. Um you you got these two stud running backs. That's well, question Todd Gurley, and then you know C.J. Anderson's been having a wonderful postseason. Um, do you what? Who what would you try to take? Would you try to take away the running game? Would you try? What would you do? You need to try to take away the running back catching the ball. <laughs> That's what they need to try to take away. But of course, they're going to go after Gurley and go after uh, Anderson and go after Anderson. They're going to try to implement the same game plan they implemented against the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. They're going to try to ball control and run the ball and keep the ball out of their hands and keep the clock rolling. They're going to try the same exact thing they did against the Chiefs. Okay. Their best defense was keeping the ball away from the Chiefs because we've seen how the Chiefs scored when they had the ball. Okay. And that was their best defense was keeping the ball out of their hands because the Chiefs get the ball three more minutes and they win the ball game. Right. And that's what it was. 40, 40 minutes to 20 minutes, well, that'll do that to you. <laughs> Who, who's your S factor for the Rams? For the Rams, uh, oh man, that's that's tough. On the defensive end, it's still it's Fowler again, mm-hmm. and and what Wade Phillips does, and he's a big he's a big gigantic X factor. Is Wade Phillips? Yeah, Wade Phillips been there, done that with every single thing, and he he's just a good defensive coach, and he he's he's a big gigantic X factor. I think I yeah. think actually the coaches are a big gigantic X factor in this game. Mm-hmm. I feel like on offense that I bought is going to be Jared Goff because I feel like the pass is going to try to take a rate of running game, and they're going to put a lot of the game into his hand. And what Jared needs to do is look for the running backs out of the backfield because yeah. they have been killing New England for two years now. The running backs in the passing game have killed New England more than any other person. Yeah, just look for them. They took away. Uh, they took away Hill. They're going to try to take away some of your guys on the outside. Yeah, they tried to take. They took away Hill for Kansas City, and they were just killing them underneath. Mm-hmm. That's what you're going to have to do. You're going to have to just kill them. Oh yeah, kill them with tight ends and running backs. And then of course, for the pass for me, as far as like the slot receivers, because as Tom Brady is focused on getting it out two seconds or less around that time. Yeah, uh, not you got all it's these. It's white these, boy these, or white boy. These, these defensive uh, linemen that they have here, so Julian Edelman and. 
and uh, Chris, Chris Hogan. Hogan. Yeah. yeah, you got to keep an eye on those guys. But they're running. Their running game is going to be the big factor because mm-hmm. they're definitely they're going to try to do the same thing. They're going to try to control the clock. They're not going to want to score quick and everything like that. They're going to want to hold the ball for forty minutes again, right? Because they want to keep it out of the Rams' hand. And the Rams need to do the same thing. But actually, the Rams just need to play their game. Just play your game. Mm-hmm. Don't try to change it. New England can change it because New England can do everything. New England can play fast or New England can play ball control right. because of their dink dunk game. And that and that's that's what you got to do. But the Rams just need to play their ball game. If they score fast, score. Just score. Just mm-hmm. keep scoring. It don't matter. Just score. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just put up points. You think it's a high scoring affair? I think it's gonna be like uh, I think it's gonna be like the AFC Championship game. Mm-hmm. I think it. I think it will. Yeah, especially them being probably in the dome too. Yeah, it's in the dome. They're gonna have the, everything closed. Mm-hmm. I think. I think they're gonna. Like I said, the Patriots are gonna try to run the ball, but I think when the Rams get the ball, they're gonna try to just do what they do. Just hurry up and score. Do it. Score whenever you can. But that that that's what you're gonna have to do. I think it becomes a shootout at the end of the game. On a scale of 1 to 10, how excited are you for the Super Bowl? I'm never excited for the Super Bowl when the Pats are in it. <laughs> I don't care. I'm being damn honest. <laughs> I'm being damn honest. Well, I'm tired. I'm, we, we people all... are like, we should we should embrace the dynasties and stuff. Just like I'm tired of seeing Golden State and Cleveland in the finals and all this shit. I'm tired of seeing New England and whoever in the freaking Super Bowl. I'm just tired of it. It's annoying because you luck yourself in. Literally, they have lucked themselves into the Super Bowl the past two years. Yeah. People are like, well, they no, they lucked themselves into the Super Bowl the past two years. I want a pass fan look me straight in the face and tell me that that was uh, rough in the passer. It be, wasn't. Be look me straight. Oh, in the every face. one of them has admitted that it wasn't rough in the passer. Yeah, they better. Exactly. Then they know they got lucky on that call mm-hmm. because they would they wouldn't have got that call. And I wanted every Pats fan to look at me and say Miles wasn't down. So, either way for me. I was I was in a good situation because you know New England lose cool, the, the Chiefs lose cool. So yeah, you didn't care, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't carry it away. But I'm kind of a pseudo. I like Kansas City. Yeah, and I was like, I wanted them. I wanted them to. Yeah. I wanted them to win, and I think they should have won. And yeah. they got. They got. No, hooked. and I'm with you. They uh, should uh, have. Uh, they uh, should. All have I, won, but so. they but they could they could have still won in overtime. But it was it was just it was weird. It's a bad situation when you when you just. You automatically give the ball to them first, and it's over. So I always ask Kevin this, and I always get like an answer. Who the answer. fuck is Room Room Five? <laughs> the Super Bowl halftime show is including Maroon Five. Ugh. It is including Travis Scott. Ugh. And Big Boy. Ugh. <laughs> Didn't Big Boy take a lot of shit for doing this one? He did. Uh, I heard he was taking a lot of so shit. So did Travis for Scott because uh, of the whole protest and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I heard a lot of. Uh, I heard a lot of. Uh, a lot of folks from the um, hip hop community yeah. wasn't happy with them two doing it. I look at it this way, and it's not, I'm not trying to be disrespectful. Money's money, man. They paying you a certain amount to do it, and whatnot. I look at it this way: What the hell is Maroon Five doing? Headlining, headlining a Super Bowl in Atlanta when you have. The some of the best hip hop artists to ever do it are from Atlanta. Where's Ludacris? Yeah, should have got something down south. Ludacris. It should have been Outkast, Ludacris, 
everybody you could have think of from Atlanta. Just have them all out T. there. T.I., Young Jeezy, something. Well, T.I. We, we may not be able to make it. But <laughs> <laughs> you just have everybody from Atlanta come out and have a show. Jermaine Dupree, Bow Wow. I'm just kidding. Oh, oh good Lord. <laughs> no, we said good people. Good people. Yeah, yeah but have, it, have people from Atlanta come and do it and usher. Soldier Boy's trending. No, no. Usher. <laughs> Drake. Like Usher. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you could have had a great halftime show, but you were like, we're going to get Maroon 5. Damn. So let's oh, see. I'm reading this here. How much do you Super Bowl halftime for you? We cover expenses and production costs. The cost is sniff at either. They can run more than $10 million. So they just pay $10 million to set up the show and let, and, the, and the people are like, we're just and there for free. And do all the theatric and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, we're just there for free. So. But I, I, I can't. Maroon hey, Steve. Nothing can still beat Justin Timberlake and Janet Jackson incident. I seen the boobie. <laughs> Oddly enough. Well, it was uh, Patriots and the Panthers mm-hmm. during that Super Bowl. Then you remember uh, Katy, Park, Katy, Katy Perry with Left Shark? Mm-hmm. <laughs> she looked good anyway. I can get nothing wrong with Katy Perry, right? Nah. <laughs> Lady Gaga flying. Yeah. <laughs> and then jumping into the... And then I remember uh, on Super Bowl 50, I, I had uh, Kevin and... Was it was it John on the show? And we was talking about Super Bowl and... I got outside by Coldplay. Y'all was like, who the fuck is Coldplay? Who, who the hell is Coldplay? I don't remember that one. And I'm like, and they was like, Cortez, wait a minute. You're a black man. You know who Coldplay is? Coldplay is not bad. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't think they should have been a halftime show. The halftime show was terrible. Yeah. It was bad. Listen. Look, we know what I watch. Tom Petty, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers buried in Coldplay. Movie trailer. Well, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers can't do it anymore. Why not? Tom Petty can't. Wow, where you been? Under a rock. Tom Betty's been dead for like two years. Why do you think Florida plays don't back down at the game? Ah, see, I did not, I, I did not know that. Yeah, see? Florida's made a new tradition because Tom Petty was from uh, was from Gainesville. Well, listen, he makes great music. So no, he made great music. He made He's great, dead now. Okay, he made great music. Tom Petty is dead now. Dang it, I was just trying to pay homage to him for making a Super Bowl. You didn't even know he was dead. You I didn't even know pay, he was you dead. You wasn't paying homage because you didn't know he was dead. Listen, man, I was just you was just trying to say they did a good bowl and then yeah. I said they can't do it anymore. Running down a dream, man. Like, I love that song. Now? Running down a dream. I love that song. Oh well, God rest your soul, Tom Petty. He died in 2017. Wow, I feel like. A terrible human being right now. Shit. <laughs> so, so thumbs down on Maroon Five. Yeah, thumbs down on thumbs Travis down Scott. On Maroon Five and thumbs down on you not knowing that Tom Petty was dead. And I'm neutral on Big Boy. No, I I'm all right. Yeah. Travis Scott. I don't know. Thumbs yeah, down on him yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Big Boy. I'm all. I'm all right. It just I'm depends neutral. on what they do. Yeah. If he bring Andre three thousand out, that'd be, that'd be cool. It just depends on what they do. Yeah. So I don't think Andre's gonna come. Nah, it'd be nice. I don't think. You know what song they really should play? They should just come out and play Bombs Over Baghdad. <laughs> the visuals? You know what Super Bowl this would have been great for? <laughs> Outcast at Super Bowl with the Patriots. The first one with the Patriots in the Rams. Oh, God. Right after September 11th. Oh. <laughs> we are weird. Why, why did I encourage this? I'm, like, I'm laughing at this, too. I'm, like, encouraging this. Wow. Oh, uh, son of a bitch. <laughs> All right, who you picking? 
Uh, right, well, you know what? We both are rooting for the Rams. I'm That's taking the Rams. Ram. I'm rooting um, for them, and I'm taking them. Like I told people, I'm, I'm, I'm I became a Rams fan for about two weeks. Everybody's a Rams fan. I right think, now. yeah, everybody is up in New England, and a few, you know. What do you mean you're Rams fans? So yeah, we're Rams fans. Yeah, we're Rams fans. So until Zubo is over, then I go back to being a Broncos fan. I'm just, and you go back to being a Jacks fan. I'm just rooting for the. So I'm rooting for the Rams. There it is. I think everybody's rooting for the Rams, <laughs> except one little spot. Yeah, the look and New Orleans. <laughs> yeah, New Orleans, obviously. So they probably just hate that. Oop, pick up. All right, make sure you stay and tuned. And they hate the refs. <laughs> yeah, the refs too. Uh, make sure you stay tuned for me and Kevin throughout the week. We'll be we was gonna do some NBA, but we're running short in time. And, uh, yeah, we want to try to take a nap, but I'm afraid if I take a nap now, I may not get back yeah. up. Um, follow the podcast page at Balls in My Court. <laughs> I'm blanking, dude. We're actually going out tonight, so it, yeah. it's kind um, of a celebration. Did I even say it on the podcast yet? Yeah, let me finish this up and I'll let you talk about it. No, I didn't. Uh, Did I mention it? In the CP, Kevin. Oh, it's Kevin C2415. Uh, go to Balls Not Court on Facebook. Type in uh, the name Balls Not Court Podcast. Give us a like, shot, comment. Uh, you can also go to our Podomatic page by typing in the minus cp.podomatic.com. We're on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Speaker, Windows, Google Play, Anchor, and many other sites as well. Your computer, your cell phone, yep. your, ear, your an Apple right. ear pods. Exactly. As Kevin said, where you find us before, right? Exactly. Yeah, just, it's the words just out Just listen to us there. Uh, plus, guys, Lemons Radio Sports Talk. You can check out this podcast and photo of wonderful content at stlrmedia.com or download the app in your mobile app store. All right. Kevin, you want to take the floor? I know you got some good news before I... In this podcast? Oh, yeah. The good news is after, what, three years of me uh, battling a nasty disease called cancer, I am officially cancer-free, according to the doctor. I know you're never officially cancer-free because something's always there, but they said I'm in I'm in good spirits. I was, I'm perfect, so, or I'm good to go now, so... Yeah, yep. good news. So we're kind of going out and celebrating tonight with people I haven't seen in a while. So hopefully people come show out. And we'll we'll have some fun. Yeah, I know it's uh, everything's going pretty good for Mr. Carter right now. So yeah, it's weird to think. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird to think how uh, how much a year changes. Yeah. Heck, I got somebody went and bought a wedding dress today. So yeah, it, yep. got a it's, fiance. It's and everything crazy. Like that, it's so. crazy what what kind of stuff changes within a year. Well, hey man, good things happen to good people, man. So why can they happen? <laughs> no, it's coming your way now. So, but yeah, I, my buddy here is cancer free, or pretty sure, like he put it before. But it's great news, and um, we're gonna go out and celebrate. And I can't be more happy for this guy. The sky's limit for this guy, and everything's looking out for him. So, got to saw his little boy play football this morning. That was fun. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, it, it was a good time, so I, I'm always. He told me, "Hey, man, come lay on your couch." So I said, "Come on, man, with the industrial blanket I got over here." <laughs> so, but uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. He um, made me sleep under a Walmart blanket that you put over the top of pallets to keep them protected when you throw them in the back. No, I know what it is. It's a U-Haul blanket. Yes. That you made me sleep like luggage uh, and or or storage stuff. Well. Oh man! I, I did tell you. No wonder there was tape on it. I did tell you to bring. I don't remember that. I'd have uh, to look back at my I, messages because you. you barely text me anyway. 
I told you to bring the stuff. It don't matter. It's all right. Hey, he 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 had a couch to sleep on, and I, I gave him my my king size pillow. I took it. Now. So yeah, it was, it was you know. I didn't drool. I, on I, it. I catered. I catered to to my friends. So. I didn't. I, didn't <laughs> I did not. I did not drool on it. So, so good day at Disney. Like I said before, it was supposed to be a guys thing, and one of the guys brought the girl, brought a girl, and. Stuff like that. That I'm leave it at that. In case someone does listen and stuff like that. But nonetheless, it was a fun day, and now we're finna wrap it up. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the Boss Not Quarter podcast. Speaking for Kevin Carter, Cortez, Paul. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Hold on, I went all the way back to December 18th, and you did not text me brain stuff. I'm pretty sure I did. All right, take care, ladies and gentlemen.